Welcome to the Extraordinary Educators Podcast. Your hosts, Danielle Sullivan, National Director at Curriculum Associates, and Sari Labaris, Social Communications Manager at Curriculum Associates, are here to share actionable tips, best practices, and success stories to improve your classroom and drive student learning. Enjoy, and thanks for listening. Hi, everyone. This is Danielle. Hey everyone, it's Sari, and welcome back to the Extraordinary Educator Podcast. We know there's a lot happening right now, and we hope we can provide you with insights, tips, best practices, and breathing room from the critical work you are doing. We are here to support teaching and learning wherever it is taking place. And with us today, we are super excited to have Extraordinary Educator Frenzetta Bowman with us. Um, So if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself, tell us how long you've been teaching, where you're teaching, what you're teaching, and... Anything else you want to include? <laughs> My name is Frenzetta Bowman, and I currently teach first grade at Lyonkoff Elementary in Mobile, Alabama. This is my 38th year of teaching. I did 32 what? years. Yes, I did 32 years in Orlando, Florida. And then I moved back here to be with my family, and I retired from Orlando, and then I moved back to uh, mobile to, you know, like I said, to be with my family. And then I decided to go back in because I wasn't finished yet. (laughs) Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. It has been an amazing journey. It really has. I have not one year that I regret, not a one. They have all been absolutely wonderful. Well, Thank you for being in education for as long as you, and then coming back. Thank you for being in, (laughs) leaving, and then coming back. But so we'd love to hear, how are you doing? How are things, especially knowing that you've been a teacher for so long? How's this year been different? And how are you doing with all of it? Honestly, it has been a challenge for me. It has made me very sad um, because I'm a hands-on teacher and I want my babies in front of me. I want to see what you're doing, know what you're doing, hear what you're doing. I just want to be the guide to that, you know, to them learning. And it has been extremely difficult because trying to hybrid teach is, um, you can make it work, but it's hard. When I tell you it's hard, it's really hard. But I enjoy it because I do have two face-to-face and I do have 19 online, but I honestly enjoy the ones online. Oh my gosh. I, at first I didn't, but the, I, you learn to love it because you get up and you rush to school and you be like, okay, you hit that button and you hear that little beep, 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 and all of them coming on. Good morning. I love you. You know, <laughs> and it has just been wonderful because when you change your attitude towards it, then everything will fall in place. It really does. Once you change your attitude and say, this is the lot I've been given, deal with it. And so you do. So you try to make yourself happy so that the kids will be happy and the administration is happy. So it's just a matter of mind. You know, you have to talk to your mind and you have to just let yourself know. But COVID has really made me sad because I really like having my babies in my classroom. That's why I put the pictures on the chairs. I really wanted to pretend like they were in here. Yeah. T- so the, our, the folks listening won't be able to see anything, but you did share this on Twitter at the beginning of the school year. Can you just explain a little bit about what you did to set up Bowman Academy and how you made your classroom still feel normal, even though you were teaching online? Well, as normal I as it asked, could be. <laughs> I asked each parent, which I had never, I didn't know, because you know, you get a new class list. And I just asked them to send me a headshot. And then I took it to, I sent them to Walgreen and I had them blew up into eight by tens. And I just took each chair 
and I hot glued the picture to the chair, these big eight by tens. And honestly, it looked, I don't have them now because I have kids in here, but I had them glued to the, uh, to the chairs and I pushed the chairs under and I put their name there. I mean, you know, cause what it helped me to do is when I was learning the kids on the screen, I was learning them because I was putting their names on their tables and I knew them and they were surprised how you know me because I had your picture and I had your name and I put up the screens like they were really in here. And then I had their tables set up with the little lights that I put on in the morning time. And I just had to feel like it because that's when we were all online then at first before we got hybrid. But it was so awesome. I just loved it. And I just walk around the room and I would say, hello, Jayshana, or hello, author, you know, and the parents loved it too, because I, I videotaped it and I sent it to the parents and I, they were like, oh my gosh, did you do that? Yeah, it was really amazing. <laughs> well, it's probably something you had to do for yourself too, right? To help shift, shift that mindset into like, this is my reality. So I'm going to make my classroom as, as much as I can have it be familiar and then here we go (laughs) i decorated it as if they were in here my i hung up everything i got their um back on the wall is their i ready data and their ar data and you know i just and i'll take the camera and i'll walk around the room and i will show them i just try to make them as much a part of it as possible because they're at home and they're not here in fact i told them today i was like listen y'all i got my first shot after I take my second one, y'all parents just going to have to give it up fourth quarter. You're going to have to walk through that door. If you don't walk through that door, we're not doing online. You guys are going to come through the door. And I'm so excited because I tell the parents, look, y'all, I'm going to have my shot. So you just put them little mask on them and sit on up here for nine weeks. I'll take care of them. They'll be okay. I just can't go a full year without seeing my babies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. There's so much that I'm loving about this. Um, we'd love to share the photos of you doing that like that that's clearly taking an extra step to really help connect you're you want to connect with them you're learning their faces i know i've heard, heard stories from a lot of educators struggling to learn students names because they're not turning the camera on i mean any strategies that you can share about students turning the camera on engaging especially when they're younger sometimes they end up sneaking off camera or you just see a hand or a piece of hair (laughs) well uh, just um just a little bit 98 percent of mine stay on because i'm very oh gosh i have the best parents and they know if they hear me like uh, Sarah, turn your camera. They be right there, and they are they are safe. And then they will turn it back on. But I only have like a couple of them that like to mess with the buttons, and it'll click off. And then I'll say something like, "Well, you know, guys, we can't move on because uh, student A is not in here with us, and so we're gonna wait on them." And then they'll turn it back on. Um, you know, when when they turn it off, I have Fun Friday, and online our Fun Friday is. Believe it or not, Tom and Jerry and some snacks. So at uh, 1.30 uh, every Friday, we have Fun Friday. So if the, And they'll say, th- they finish up, oh my God, they killed the already. They already are on point. They have me like five lessons a week and they, and they have to have it in order to do the... Um, <laughs> to do the movie and a snack. And so I'll say snack time and they will run and get their snacks and then they'll hold them up and be like, this is what I have. I have this. And then we'll get started on the movie. And so that's how I get them to keep that. I keep my little book 
and I'll say, okay, this is my data. Okay, you didn't have your camera on. And so then sometimes I'll open up another Google Meet and then those that are not ready to see the movie, I move them to Bowman 6-0 and they have to sit there and finish up their work and they'll go, they'll get it done and then they get to come back. So there are consequences even online <laughs> and you have to make them responsible or they won't be, I'm sorry. No, that's great. I, I love that. I love that everything is like Bowman and Cabot. What did you call the room, the waiting room? <laughs> Oh, Bowman six zero. That's my age. <laughs> <laughs> my name and my age, and they don't want to go to that room. I'll be like, "You want to go to Bowman six zero? No, ma'am." I was like, "Okay, then." So you need to. I need uh, five more minutes. The principal said you have to have forty five minutes or more. I said, "So I need five more minutes." You got that? Well, you, we're not gonna stop the other kids from watching the movie. So you guys need to go to Bowman six zero and finish up. And then they go, Miss Bowman, I'm done. I'll say, "Well, welcome back to three twelve." And so they can come back to Google Meet three twelve. <laughs> It's just so nice and refreshing to hear you just bring this sense of humor and just keeping it light. It's like, you know, they're first graders, they're on Zoom. Let's just make it fun. Because at the end of the day, like they'll probably remember Bowman Academy and just the name more than, you know, anything you teach them and how you made them feel welcomed and how they had a seat at the table in your classroom, even though they weren't actually there. And it's just, it's just so refreshing. So oh no, they that. come up. Let me tell you something. When they do something for the face-to-face -face kids, I'm topping it off with my uh, online kids. I had um, for Christmas, I fixed hot dogs and chips and, and apples and oranges. And I gave them a gift bag and a book bag. And they had all they do was drive by and they are, the parents will let them out and they'll come into the door. I give them a hug. COVID or not, I give them a hug. And I'm sorry, but I have to. And then I take a snapshot of them getting their stuff and I let them see the class and then they leave. And then the next one will come and then they leave. So this Friday, I'm doing the Valentine where I'm going to have the balloon and a bag of stuff. And I also started them each with a library. I took my own money and I went and bought each child like eight or nine books online and I stacked, put them in a book bag and they came to pick them up and the parents love it. And so in the morning time, they get to read to me from their books. And so I have to see them. So every chance I get when the school do something, I do something. So I have seen my students. They do come up. I did something for um, Halloween. I gave them these big pumpkin uh, baskets with everything in it. I just have to keep them doing the same thing everybody else is doing, but on a different level. So we're going to make Dr. Seuss's umbrellas, and I'm going to play my little Mardi Gras music, and they're going to walk walk around this building just like everybody else, and your parents can pick you up and take you back home. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's so great. Um, and I love that you're you're keeping it consistent and then they still can feel special. Like that's something that's so hard for kids is the parties, the connection, like the Valentine's Day thing and exchanging Valentine's. It just creates a sense of community. So you're still finding ways to do that in a virtual environment. So well done. That's huge. <laughs> Yeah, thank you for, yeah, there's so many little ideas and little tidbits I think folks could could take away here and just just how positive and, you know, we, creative you've been finding ways to ensure that your students feel connected to not just you, but to each other as well. Okay, I know you can't see it, but this is my I ready necklace. And oh, they've yes. already put it, yeah. And so when they score 85 or above in reading, or math, I give, I get this on my necklace. So my kids are building my necklace. They have their necklace, which I give them spelling. What I do is I have all of these little charms and I gave them each a necklace 
And so I have these little bowls and I drop when they earn something online, I drop it in a bowl with their name on it. And then when they come up, they get their charm. So their necklaces are growing at home as well. So this is my AR necklace. I mean, my IR necklace. And every time, and they be like, Miss Bowman, you forgot. And we got 85. They got 94 every day this week in reading. I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, you can do this. And so I love showing off my necklace to them in the morning time. That's so fun. That <laughs> is so cool. Because not only is it an engagement, but you're, it's a tangible thing. And then the fact that they have necklaces at home is so cool. Now I remember I saw you on Twitter. Now I'm <laughs> fangirling. I saw that. Yes. We, so posted, we posted this awesome idea and it will be on Irony Central Ideas soon. So we'll link it in the show notes as, as well as uh, Frenzetta's Twitter so you can follow her too. <laughs> so unfortunately, that's all the time we have today, but I do want to give you an opportunity to share any feedback or advice to educators listening, because you really, uh, your attitude, your mindset, I mean, even sharing that COVID has been hard, but you've really made lemonade out of lemons for sure. So I would love to any just parting advice for educators that are tuning in. My theme for me that works best for me is educators, just be the change that you wish to see in the world. Be that light and don't let your light burn out. Just find ways to be creative and in helping the kids, you in turn will help yourself. And just know they're just caught up in a situation that they can't do anything about, but it's up to us to make it better for them so that they will still have that good remembrance on top of that COVID remembrance. So we can knock out COVID remembrance, we can give them a good remembrance. <laughs> I love it. I just love what I do. And I, but motivation is the key. Please, you got to be motivated. You start with you and it'll catch on to the kids. So that true. is great. Yeah. And thank you. Thank you for coming back into education. Clearly the world needed more of you and your students will remember it forever. So we just appreciate you. Thank you for your time for being on the podcast. And apparently you have a ton of cool social media posts. So how else can people follow us, Sari? Yes. So follow along on Twitter at Curriculum Associates. We tend to share all of the great things from Bowman Academy quite often. So be <laughs> sure to check us out there and on Instagram at my iReady. Um, tag us in your post so we can see what you're doing. And if you have feedback about the podcast, a topic of interest, or want to be a guest, email extraordinaryeducators at cainc.com. This is about you. We are here for you. And thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, we love talking to you, Frenzetta. You are such an inspiration and ray of positivity during this, this really hard time. So we appreciate you. Thank you. And until we meet again, be you, be true, be extraordinary. This podcast is produced by Curriculum Associates and is the copyrighted material and intellectual property of Curriculum Associates.